This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, many feds are currently teleworking. How's that working out? The Senate opens up the checkbook to fix telework issues and help the Postal Service stay afloat. The Pentagon has set up a task force to deal with the distribution of desperately needed medical supplies. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal employees offered mixed reviews of the decision-making process to let them telework as fears of the coronavirus spread. A new exclusive survey by Federal News Network found a majority of respondents say they are working remotely now, but those that aren't say that it's a combination of factors, including management resistance, having jobs that don't allow them to telework, and a lack of necessary technology either at home or from their agency. Find all the results of the survey on federalnewsnetwork.com. Senators open up the government's wallet to help agencies address IT and teleworking challenges. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. Senate lawmakers provide the first look at the extra money expected to come to agencies for technology upgrades in the coronavirus stimulus bill. The legislation is expected to pass the upper chamber later today. GSA would receive an additional $18 million this year for the Federal Citizen Services Fund. This money would help agencies improve their networks, including expanding the use of digital signatures and virtual private network technologies. GSA already received $55 million for the fund in December through the 2020 spending bill. I'm Jason Miller. The now-passed Senate Coronavirus Emergency Spending Bill would allow the Postal Service to borrow another $10 billion from the Treasury Department, a significant departure from a bill House Democrats introduced Monday to give USPS $25 billion to spend in the next two years. The House bill would have also wiped $11 billion in debt and allowed the Postal Service to borrow another $15 billion. House Oversight and Reform Committee leaders say USPS will run out of money to operate this summer if Congress fails to act. Agencies can delay collecting fingerprints if they have to during the coronavirus pandemic. The Office of Personnel Management says some agencies are struggling to vet new employees and contractors because they can't collect fingerprints. OPM says these agencies can move on with the onboarding anyway if the benefits outweigh the risks. The Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency will also grant security clearances if an agency can't submit fingerprints. The Homeland Security Department's Research and Development Branch is stepping up efforts to answer unknown details about the coronavirus. Its National Biodefense Analysis and Countermeasures Center and Countering Weapons of Mass Destruction Office are working to determine which materials serve as the best disinfectant to fight the virus. They're also looking to identify how conditions like temperature and humidity affect the virus's survival in the air and on surfaces. These offices played a leading role in mitigating the 2014 outbreak of the Ebola virus. The Defense Department is offering incentives and relaxing some rules in order to keep companies cash positive during the coronavirus pandemic. DOD is calling on companies to build goods and provide services deemed essential by the government. Congress is also proposing to provide extra funds to buy needed goods under the Defense Production Act. DOD is paying more money up front for costs incurred by companies on contracts to keep businesses more liquid. A congressionally mandated commission has some big recommendations for military and public service programs. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has more. 
The National Commission on Military, National, and Public Service is out with 124 recommendations to Congress and the president. The big one is a recommendation that would include women in the selective service system. The commission also suggested changes to the federal hiring process, an overhaul of veterans' preference rules, and more flexible benefits for new federal employees. The goal of the commission's review was to find ways to make military, national, and public service more attractive to more Americans. I'm Nicola Grisco. Retired Army soldiers in the healthcare field are being asked to suit up again to join the fight against coronavirus. Military.com reports a message from Defense Finance and Accounting Services asks troops who have previously served in specific healthcare specialties to consider rejoining the team to address the current pandemic crisis. The Defense Department gets so many requests for medical equipment, it set up a special task force just to deal with them. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has the details. Ellen Lord, the Defense Undersecretary for Acquisition and Sustainment, says the requests are coming from all over government, including from FEMA, other parts of Homeland Security, and Health and Human Services. Lord says the task force will synchronize how the DOD acquisition staff responds. She hinted contracting officers will use rules for contingencies under the Defense Production Act invoked last week by the White House. I'm Tom Temin. Troops expecting to move over the next few months are hamstrung between orders as the military halted permanent changes of station until at least May. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. Nearly 30,000 troops are now stuck in limbo due to the military's stop-move order. The Army estimates 11,000 soldiers are waiting to move to their next orders, and the Air Force says 18,000 airmen are in the same situation. Some of the troops are forced to extend their leases, move to temporary housing, or live in hotels until they can actually move. The Defense Department implemented the two-month stop-move order to limit the spread of coronavirus. I'm Scott Massioni. The IRS relaxes its collections and enforcement activity as taxpayers face financial hardship from the pandemic. The agency will suspend liens and levies for most delinquent taxpayers between April 1st and July 15th and won't refer new cases to its private debt collectors. The IRS also encourages taxpayers behind on their tax filings to catch up. More than a million households that have not filed tax returns in the last three years are actually owed refunds and can still claim the money if they file. The Thrift Savings Plan will create several new life cycle funds by this summer. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board is building new L funds in five-year increments instead of 10-year increments. The new funds will run from an L2025 through an L2065. The TSP will launch those new funds in July. It will also retire the L2020 fund. Participants enrolled in that fund will automatically roll over into a new L income fund. The acting director of the Office of Personnel Management has a second new job. The president tapped Michael Regas to be the acting deputy director for management at the Office of Management and Budget. Regas will replace Margaret Weikert. She's leaving OMB for the private sector. Regas is the second person in three years to hold these two positions concurrently. He took the OPM acting director role last week after Dale Cabanis abruptly resigned. And CGI Federal is buying TerraThink Corporation in an effort to expand its technology consulting business. In purchasing the rest in Virginia-based TerraThink, CGI Federal is getting more experience in digitization, enterprise finance, risk management, and data analytics services. TerraThink has won more than 100 prime contracts, worth more than $178 million since 2016, with its biggest federal client being DOD and the Agriculture Department. The deal is expected to close this month. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. And you can stay up to date with your agency's response to the coronavirus at our coronavirus resource page on federalnewsnetwork.com. I'm Eric White. 